Right, ladies and germs, welcome back to another episode of the Deductionist Podcast. We're streaming live to the network group this That's evening. Ah, well, it's this evening. I, I, I say this evening. It's it's late afternoon. Yeah, it's it's pitch the black. It is. The sun's obliterated. There's darkness in the skies. There's nothing like winter so and the festive feeling like depression <laughs> and darkness. Uh, oh, hey, whoever hey that there. Facebook user is, just so you know, when uh, you have to click on some extra little links and stuff before we can actually see who you are, until that time, you pop up as Facebook user. But however, hey, how's it going? Uh, nice to see you. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. So, how you, how you been going, sir? What have you been up to? Fa- Facebook user on me. You. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've just dragged you on to just sit as a third party while I I talk to the commenters. Yeah, that's exactly uh, what we're doing. <laughs> I I am good. So I have been completing my Christmas shopping. Nice. How's that going? It's fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> I went into to Tesco earlier, and I didn't realise how hard it was just to get a simple pack of Christmas cards. Oh. I didn't really think that would ever be a problem in my life. I never thought that'd be something I'd moan about. Netflix not working when there's something to to watch on TV. Like like Christmas that. cards. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> this <is not> <laughs> how are things for you? I hope. Yeah, good mate. My... <laughs> well, I was, I was, that, that's that Tesco in the busier times. If uh, if if there's any international folks here, Tesco is a big supermarket chain we have in the UK. Uh, I, I think it's probably the equivalent of Walmart or something that uh, yeah. something like Target. that. They have that so Walmart, Target, that that, yeah. that type of thing. Um, so yeah, those, those those times are a good chance to practice your uh, directional cues in observing people, so you can figure out where they're going ahead of time and plan your route accordingly, so you don't inadvertently kick them all in the shin. <laughs> yeah, it, it is no especially. Way. Especially, it stops the people with prams and pushchairs being arseholes. Yeah, definitely. Be- because, like, fair dues, you're out with your kid. It's a great family day. Awesome, lovely, brilliant. Move out of my way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or walk a bit quicker. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I feel like there used to be sort of two categories at Christmas when you came to Tesco shoppers, you'd enter there and you'd have the one category that would be the kind of like the super chillaxed people who were going about their business. They were basically taking merriment to the next level and were basically going to have fun times all around. And then you've got the other ones, which are either the parents with the kids or the parents without the kids or just people in general trying to get shit, which isn't available. And, items objects which are usually other human beings are in their way <laughs> and it's fun just to see those two sides kind of battle it out it's a nice little ratio you get but this year there's there's three camps and the third one is the ones who have come out of lockdown that are literally just they they could be both but they're stopping <laughs> to have these massive sort of what do you like really sort of a you know, like philosophical chats about my God, this is yeah. it's like last Christmas. Oh, weird. Oh, yeah. you were like that. Like, nothing's changed since last year. And like, to be fair, we were saying the same fucking thing about Christmas <laughs> the year before. 
before coronavirus, we were saying, like, it just feels like it's another Christmas. They're all the same Christmas, you idiots. <laughs> Lockdown's done nothing to it, really. <laughs> I just I just like that everyone, especially this year, right, everyone's been like, oh, you're feeling festive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Has it really put it in perspective to you this year, what Christmas is all about? No. No. <laughs> no, I bet. I bet somewhere. I bet somewhere in the world, someone has still trampled on somebody else to get a PS5. Exactly. It's just. Yeah. It's just with less people on the streets, it wasn't videoed. That's yeah. it. That's all. It <laughs> Last year in Tesco, there was. I, I remember seeing someone like argue over like something they were trying to return, but unfortunately, yeah. their their receipt was invalid. So it was very much a kind of like. Uh, hello, Tesco employee. Can I exchange this? Tesco employee, I'm afraid you can't. And <laughs> person, <laughs> member of public, fuck you. And then we had lockdown and customer service. Uh, well, sorry. But then we had lockdown and customer service. Then we had lockdown and coronavirus. <laughs> and literally sort of people bringing things into perspective and having a think about how we should treat society. Yeah. So now, member of the public enters, asks member of staff, could I get a return on this, member of staff? I'm afraid you can't, member of the public. Fuck you. It's <laughs> same. No change. Same. No. But but to be fair, that could just be Stoke. Yeah, it could be, to be fair. <laughs> it could just be Stoke. We are a segregated pile of feces that's plopped in the Midlands. <laughs> Literally right in the middle of the UK. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I um I did my uh, I did the super recognizer course this week. It's now official, oh, according to the scientists and the policemen that ran it. I am now officially a super recognizer. No way! Huzzah! <laughs> are, you, yeah. are you using that to uh, the accustomed? Are you customizing it to your life now? Are you applying <laughs> well, your skills you've learned? <laughs> Uh, to be fair, right, most of the course was just testing. Oh, most of the course was just testing. They, they were cool tests, don't get me wrong, um, but then like they, they tested you on the legal knowledge that you have to have in order to be able to work as a super recognizer, fair enough, because okay. you're, hand, you're, handling, uh, you're handling sensitive data that, if mismanaged, could lead to you know GDPR issues, and yeah. then people people getting off type of thing because it's a it's a criminal offence that that so if you if you're not really aware of what you're doing from a legal perspective your recognition yeah. ability doesn't really doesn't really serve a purpose um, <laughs> more than that so but they, it plays they, into what you do as a as a Sherlockian though yeah really yeah definitely definitely it does because like the pressure test alone was great i think over the course of the of the two and a half days uh, yeah. i must have i must have looked at close to 5000 faces wow and and that's 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 7 hours for the first two days and uh i think it was around 4 four and a half hours for the third but like um it it's the the pre, the last pressure test was brilliant because the guy that uh, that that re that was in charge most of the time. Um, yeah. His name was Mike Neville, and he used to be uh, top brass at the New Scotland Yard, uh, oh, wow. which already my nerd juices are going swing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so basically, he uh, um, he said, 
Here are wow. these suspects. Bang, 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 bang. Popped up these five faces. Bang, 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 bang. Just like that, right? And this is um, screen grabs from CCTV footage in the early 90s. So these aren't good photos at all. It's grainy. It's like trying to figure out if this is me. Yeah, three uh, pixels. Yeah, <laughs> type of thing. I'm, I, I look like Mario in 8-bit, you know? <laughs> and then, then it was a case of, so what will follow is 250 more photographs. you got to figure out if, if one of your suspects, your targets, are in these 250. So you have to say, like, oh, yes, it is the subject, or no, it's not. You've got an hour, go. And then he goes, you know what? Actually, the DCI's just decided that he needs the data sooner. You've got 30 minutes, go. <laughs> so he's like applying the real life scenarios. Yeah. If if shit would kick off and you just need it. Oh, <laughs> oh so is this live? Uh I hope so. Um, StreamYard is telling me it's live. So um I, I I guess so. If you can see it, um then if it's not live, we'll just call it a personal broadcast just for you, and there'll be two bearded idiots just wittering on for as long as your computer screen is available. To, to be on four. Um, yeah. But yeah, this, 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 <laughs> this, this, this pressure test. Um, wow. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, really done it. Glad this isn't five, five, eight. It's 1030. Yes. I told you we get some better times for you, Caitlin. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you're going well. I've seen the, I've seen the memorization stuff that she's doing. She's absolutely smashing that. It was a pie she was doing. She did oh, well. uh, thir 30, 30 images. And I think it was a couple of minutes she did the other day. She's, uh, she's absolutely smashing that, you know, so, so uh, well done you girl. Nice Keep one. it going. Keep it going more so than anything. Cause you'll only yeah. get sharper and more observant and more accurate um but yeah this this pressure test was great uh and then it was um then we had uh uh like four or five videos no that's that's not even kind of true we had eight videos because it went to the letter i um nine we had nine videos <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> we had we had nine videos and this was of uh like between uh, a minute to two minutes of the busy streets of london and oh, so right. you've got like hundreds and thousands of people walking by and then you've got a list of again i think it's uh no this one was eight no, that's why i was getting confused because it was eight targets you had this was in a word file, so you can go back to the pictures if you want, but it was one random picture of each target. And you have to say if one of these eight targets appear in the video or not. Right. Yeah. Hey, Craig, what's going hey, on? Nice to see you, dude. Um, so, so yeah, these these too many clips that go by, and it's, it's live, so there could be yeah. like 30-second uh, breaks in activity where people disperse into shops and then whoosh, this big sea of... I don't know, about 1,500, 2,000 people walk in and your target is about 400 metres in the distance and oh, you can only see this. Like, <laughs> that's that, that, like honest, it was, it was so wow. much fun. And um, I'm curious to know what my exact scores are, just from a, a, a nerdier perspective. But yeah. uh, at, at the end of the day, I passed. Um, I passed, oh. which, which was cool. So now I can, I can start... 
I can start applying for work as a super recognizer. The woman that we have to apply to, uh, she's she's cool, typical Londoner. Um, she's got uh, she had a parrot when she was telling us all about uh, what she does, and uh, it was uh, it was cool. Yeah, she she'd just been interviewed by uh, Vice. Um, I, I don't know if you know the yeah the, the magazine Vice, a couple of podcasters in the states and whatnot. She does. Uh, she does all all sorts of events and and whatnot. Yeah. But there was a there was a weird one uh, that I'm uh, that stuck with me. She was brought in to assess a painting, um, this centuries old painting that was found by this really popular artist. We weren't given the artist's name. Yeah, and it was like a, a half finished painting of a girl's face, and it was sort of like uh, if I can turn. It was like this much of her face. Her beard wasn't as big as mine, like, but uh, <laughs> uh, it was just it was a normal, normal young girl's face who you would see in like seventeenth-century artwork, right? It's not not finished, and she was brought in to assess if it was the same girl that's pictured in this previous run of paintings, because this artist painted his daughters uh, as they were growing from uh, from babies right the way through up yeah. to they were women. And it was thought for two centuries that this unfinished artwork was one of the daughters. In in steps super recognizer lady. She's like, nah, it's the other one. Here's why. Bang, 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 bang. And she totally destroyed the art world for a second. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Scrap the history books, Christ. Brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. That's awesome. I love yeah, Oh mate, it's some of uh, some of the random stuff she was telling me about. She's worked on some horrible things as well, some absolutely yeah. horrible stuff, which okay. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into a, a detail with in such a public forum. But uh, when you say like she had to sort of look at the paint, uh, you know, an unfinished face of a painting, the only other, well, we can imagine, can't we? You know where I'm going with that one? <laughs> yeah, Without yeah. Getting yeah, uh, the re- remains ass- remains assessments, cold cases. Is this is the the type of thing where and she's she's not worked on this. Bear in mind, but the type of thing you know where um, when Maddie McGann went missing, yeah, and then there was all those things in the papers recently, and there was the reconstructions in terms of what she would look like now. Yeah, she she she. Well, the super recognizer, let's say. Uh, would be brought in to assess if this is a good likeness or not, based right. on how Maddie McGann looks as a child, and that's yeah, you have, yeah, yeah, yeah. You want somebody in there, then it ain't going to be exactly, exactly. They they would be the type of people brought in to review footage and yeah. whatnot. Um, most of the company worked on. Um, I don't know if you know the Jamie Bulger case. That young lad who was taken away by those two kids and horrifically murdered. Yeah, um, yeah. They worked on uh, Hill. Yeah, yeah. They worked on uh, Hillsborough uh, with the the football oh, wow. crushing. You know, yeah. They, they, yeah, they had to find all of the the, the dead oh, folks. Man. You know, so their so their families could oh. at least have some sort of closure. You know, on the on yeah. the whole. Affair. So yeah, that's that, that really is, but hundred percent, hundred percent things yeah that's that's the flip side of it because you you got to switch it off you got to be like oh, it was from this this guy ran um 
ran a I, I say ran a lecture. He basically gave us more um, more scientific names for parts of the face. So like we, we might say that uh, uh, I don't know my nose doesn't have a slope or anything that sticks out, and my nostrils open from the back more than they do the the front. Yeah. Oh, it goes into all sorts of nasolabial structures, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? Why can't I say? Why can't I just say the the, the pointy bit that looks like a terrible ice cream cone? <laughs> <laughs> not not very good for the paperwork there, Benjamin. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what I did, and that's yeah. what I did this week, and then tomorrow. Tomorrow I go to Mensa. Go to Mensa. Yeah, do you know what Mensa is? The the group. Yeah, the uh, the, the, the the genius group. I'm yeah, I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be a, a, assessed by them tomorrow. Uh <laughs> for 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 about an, another 4 hours. Um, because like since since last time I was tested, yeah, they'll send you out like um, uh, newsletters and uh, like new puzzles and things yeah. they're working on, and they've got like um, like a Mensa workout brain training type of arena, yeah, uh, that type of thing. Now oh, that's that's got a. Uh... It's, it was pretty cool. It was pretty oh, cool. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a fifteen minute test, and uh, if you do well, then they suggest you know mm. you know you don't have to obviously because you have to pay for the assessment, but but they suggest that you you be assessed because you could have a high enough IQ in order to be accepted into their folds. Okay. Now, yeah, no, I I didn't have a I didn't have a high enough one last time, so I I, I can't see that that it will have been um, marked up marked up any higher this time. Might as well. Um, well, yeah, that, yeah, all this stuff that you learn, you want to kind of put it to practice, don't you? So these are the best kind of opportunities to go forth and uh, use that platform. Yeah, that 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 was that was my argument to myself as I handed them twenty five quid. <laughs> It's like it's for, it's for a good cause. It's not for a good cause, but it will cure your curiosity for five minutes. That's that's what will happen, right? <laughs> so I'm, I uh, so when I when I come back tomorrow, um, I yeah. could be I could be uh, like a, a certifiable genius. Holy um, shit! But I I could also be a dumb I, I I could also be a dumbass as well. To be fair. <laughs> You might as well try though, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Ian's here. What's hey, going on? Ian. Hi, Hi, Ian. How's it going? The the legend lives on. Um <laughs> Mario. <for the>, that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of these days he's gonna give us back our Macs and our iPads, you rap scallion. Um but yeah, if, if you don't know, Ian was the the guy from the the final episode of series one of the deductionist. And he uh, he absolutely smashed it. Absolutely smashed the entire thing to bits, um, which was which was great in terms of cool. We're on the right lines with training, but it was it was kind of like, well, we got no drama now. Shall we go and push me off a cliff? Yeah, let's go do that. <laughs> <laughs> it was good fun though, and it's one of those things that we can do again. 
Absolutely. If this stuff is for anything, it's for sharing at the end of the day. And it's kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) when it's quite hiding, (laughs) expected murder. (laughs) What are you going to say, dude? It's something we should uh, do more, like with our stuff, like the whole point of series one was to eventually, like you say, train someone up, uh, work with them in the background and see if you, you can sort of reflect uh, what you've learned into the obviously the training that you're doing with them, and absolutely, you get like, uh, you know, it's kind of like an example of what exactly we were aiming for in the first place. It's anybody can learn this sort of stuff, that's what it's about. There's no limitations with these sort of things. I think there's a lot of uh, brick walls when it comes to mentalism and things like that because people instantly. As much as it is great to be amazed by that sort of stuff, it also brings up that barrier. Uh, and I think that's with the sensationalism of it all, isn't it? Where yeah. people are like, oh, that's great entertainment, but I could never do that. But yeah. that's not true at all. I think during one of the interviews with Ben Pridmore, it was brilliant, wasn't it? How down to earth he was. It's not the fact that it's something like a calling or a vocation. It's just do it because it's fun. Just yeah. do it. And it will really help you. Hey, how's it going? And it's, yeah, it's, Absolutely, definitely. You heard it here first from 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 Facebook user. <laughs> Thank you, though, who, whoever yeah. that was. Uh, I I appreciate that. Maybe but yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. With with Pridmore, it was a case of uh, yeah. I just I just did it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I was I was quite I was good at it. Oh, okay. You just wandered in one day. <laughs> like you just rolled in off the streets. Oh, yeah, I can memorise yeah. seven million playing cards. Oh, of course. Why not? I love that. There doesn't need to be some sort of like dramatic element behind it. You can just do it because it's fun. Because why yeah. not? You're alive. Yeah. I mean, have some fun. Why exactly. Not? And it'll help in the long run as well. It's not just something specifically for fun. It can be used in all aspects. 100%. In the past. I, I, I mean, uh, see, I always come back to that. I hate this feeling. <laughs> There's nothing more frustrating than being stopped in your tracks by a, a brain failing. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. hate it. I am a brain failing with a human <laughs> being formed around it. <laughs> he slowly drools out the side of his yeah. <laughs> Can you smell toast over there, mate? <laughs> but with the um, the super recognizer stuff that would be yeah. all to incorporate to the web series like how you said about you had to look at so many people in a, a picture and just have you know like one person molding yeah. hundreds of many more it'd be great if we could do that live like we talked about going to Manchester, didn't we, after the lockdown? Yeah. Or going London or Birmingham somewhere with busy yeah. folk where we can just sort of like sort of take something and have you sort of uh, try to remember a face or mm. try to remember a person or amount of many people. And that yeah. could be a way to sort of feed in the, the super recognizer stuff there. It'd be great if we could do it in London. Yeah. Well, just to go down to the, the actual super recognizer office and be like, look. Yeah. We'll we'll swap you. We'll give you at least whoa, twenty, maybe even thirty views on YouTube. 
and then uh, see if we see if we can get in there and film some stuff. But the the th the thing with the super recognizer um, uh, definition, if whatever you want to call it, is their scientific belief that it is in inherent, that it's uh, a, a skill you are born with. You know, yeah. like the the opposite side of the scale being uh, prosopagnosia face blindness you know the the people that just uh, can't see faces let alone remember them yeah um i'm i'm I, my personal belief is and it, it it could be a rationale but my personal belief is that i would fall somewhere in the middle of that mostly because i don't believe what i do is inherent at all <laughs> I, 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 I i work bloody hard to be able to do all of this crap and um that's what it's about isn't it recognizing yeah. the super recognizing that you have to uh do that work and put that time in yeah I've reiterated all the time in the web series uh, absolutely absolutely you know it's it's only as easy as or as challenging as you want to make it Absolutely. that's 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 really all it is so yeah let's let's have a look at one of the questions that came in sure. um and it's it's not one of the questions that's coming live by the way otherwise i put it on the screen but oh hang on i think someone's on the stairs behind me hang on is someone on the stairs behind me that's spooky <laughs> <laughs> That just looks like I'm playing a really weird harpsichord. I was doing a Trump impression or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. I've, uh, sorry, sidetrack. Before we... Uh, talking of childish humour, obviously. <laughs> do, you know, do, you know who, do you know who Rudy Giuliani is? Rudy Giuliani? No. Okay, so he's... Um, during during the time of the nine eleven stuff, he was I think he was the mayor of New York, but he was he was Times Person of the Year or uh, around that sort of time yeah. frame. Now he's Trump's lawyer, and there's a, a sort of a walking. Uh, he's he's very much a walking punchline. He's he, he's the guy that booked the press conference between the funeral parlor and the sex shop. He uh, his hair dye started. <laughs> yeah, do know him. His hair dye started leaking on national TV. There's yeah. another one that's just come out, right? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know the context of of the conference or what they were doing, what they were discussing. I don't know. So just putting that out there. I'm just talking purely about the people that were collected there. He brought forward an expert witness who can only be described as a drunk, tinfoil hat wearing Karen. Jesus. And it's hilarious. And that's not even the best thing. But she's she sat there looking at this this row of who I can only assume are senators or somebody somebody of that sort of magnitude, right? Yeah. But she sat there sort of like going, Yeah, well, I've I've I had to sign a document where if I was was wrong, I was I went to prison, right? Did you? Did you sign that? Right? Did you? Hmm? Did you? <laughs> And then there's somebody. Oh, so it must be to do with voter fraud. Then sorry. So there's one one of the guys who said like we're not just we're not seeing these types of numbers that you're talking about in the books. They're not adding up. 
And she's like, so so what did you do? Did you take the book and did you do something funny? Did you do something funny to it? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Even even Rudy's behind her t- trying to tap her going, love, love, stop it now. <laughs> and we, then we burn the ship. Mate, I encourage you to find this video afterwards because it is hilarious. Rudy farts twice on, <laughs> on national TV. And the biggest giveaway is the woman that sat next to him because as he's talking about someone not being allowed to give information or something, yeah. um, the, the first one squeaks out and you see this woman behind him go... <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and then and then she's he's talking again, and he squeaks out a longer one. She goes, like a prop. I haven't seen it, but I could already imagine it. <laughs> you you, you got to find it. You got to find it because it's it's brilliant to think that this 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 guy is. Trump's lawyer. It's it's, it's, it's he was so... the, the dude in. Have you seen Borat Two yet? That was Giuliani. Yeah, he was at the end, wasn't he? Obviously, with the the, the little <laughs> scandal they had going on, <laughs> which was fucking hell, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it? Or seen I haven't. I haven't seen, I've, I've seen the oh. clip. I've seen the clip. But um, it's brilliant. He's sort of like you, you've seen the clip. Did you say? Yeah, I've seen the clip. I've yeah, seen yeah. The clip. I think it's just hilarious how he sat on the bed clearly undoing his pants for what is commonly known as a, a, <laughs> oh, a wristy. A, yeah, a wristy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say it that politely, a wristy. Yeah. <laughs> a pouting the trout, that kind of thing. <laughs> Go with that one. How yours, yours is much more carry-on. How he just tries to stumble around it when finally, obviously, Sasha uh, Baron Cohen comes in, and you can clearly tell like he's coming obviously to stop what was carry on with the skit and sort of like stop whatever was happening there. And just if he just kept zoomed in on Rudy's face throughout the entire thing, it's just amazing. He's just sort of like, I don't, I don't know uh, what's, I I don't know what's happening. I don't know what what's happening. You know what's happening down there? That's for sure. (laughs) <laughs> you don't know what's happening because there's not enough blood running yeah. this bit. It's all running that <laughs> bit down there. All the uh, the marks of someone who's guilty come up as well because he's sort of like he's retracted in. His hands have gone. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's almost he's on the verge of saying, "I don't know her." <laughs> what the hell, mate? It's you are, it, it's um it's a great sort of treatise <laughs> in the overt. Detective behaviors. Somebody yeah. that is really just a terrible liar because Absolutely. they've quite literally been caught with their pants down. Definitely, that, yeah. that is quite literally what has happened. Yeah. Absolutely, it's, it's like the proverbial moments on the on the chat shows when Maury reads out the he was lying about that question. No, no, it wasn't. Oh, honey, please believe me. They'd like these. Get out. Just get out. <laughs> It's, just, uh, just <laughs> put your stuff in your little made-up trunk <laughs> and, and do one. walk. 
walk. <laughs> but but yeah, that's that's a minor digression. I I grant you, uh, but it's it's it will provide <laughs> you ample amounts of mirth and merriment. Oh well, I'll check that out for uh, one, maybe even two minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> so here's one of the questions that's come in. That was definitely the stairs. <laughs> that wasn't one of the questions. Is there Strange there? noises. It, it's it's my kids at the top of the stairs. That's all it is. All right, okay. but it, it's freaking me out because I can just hear everything that's going on. And then, like at the back of my head, I can just hear like it. <laughs> <laughs> just see these two heads popping, <laughs> yeah, it, fighting in the background, <laughs> and they disappear back up the stairs. I'd love that. See him engaging <laughs> some sort of lightsaber battle just behind me. <laughs> Good, I'm so your brother. <laughs> it's not true. And then you get it from this angle as Phoebe just comes flying out. Oh, that way, crashes against the glass frame. Down, she dusts herself off. Does that little thing where where Bruce Lee puts his finger in his mouth, takes the blood, <laughs> spits it out, and then charges back up the stairs. <laughs> victory. She she totally kick his ass. She totally kick his ass. Um, anyway, so I love how you know that would happen. <laughs> come on, you, you've met Phoebe. You know she'd kick yeah. his ass, right? Another minor another minor digression as well. We, when we had an open building for Hero School and we used to do the kids sessions, my two would come. Phoebe, my uh, I think she was she was eight at the time, was she? So it's, uh, it, it's about two years ago. Uh, now. Yeah, yeah. She's eight at the time. She was the only one left standing at the end of every class. That yeah. girl is a demon of the highest order, and it's awesome, and I love it. Right, the the, prodig <laughs> the prodigal question has returned. I'm uh, I'm going to try and bring it up before I get sidetracked again. It's like having ADHD. You're talking about oh something shiny. <laughs> ah. um, <laughs> I, the ironic that this question is how can one stay focused and learn one thing really well? You're asking the wrong people here. <laughs> <laughs> just look at what I, we just said. <laughs> well, I, I, I find that it starts with the most simplistic of things. you got to want to. Hmm. Definitely. you got to. Yeah, you gotta to want to do it. Yeah. Like um I'm I'm currently I'm learning four languages at the same time. Now to some people that might seem like an insurmountable thing to do to become conversational, but like I've I've had conversations now in, in German, in French, in Chinese, in Arabic, and it's it's going quite well because I've got yeah. interests in learning yeah. those languages, right? Once I get something new together i know who i can go and speak to to practice this i know who i can go and speak to to practice this and this yeah. and this and this that and the other so when it comes to having that one thing that you want to learn you got to want to or at least find some enjoyment in it have you for you, right, going, going back to when you were at school, particularly high school, that's when boredom usually sets in, mm. right? What what were some of your most hated classes that you really hated being a part of? Probably maths and more than likely, God, what was this? I can't remember, PE. <laughs> maths. I was a fat student. <laughs> <laughs> 
who couldn't count the pie <laughs> that he was eating. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that sounds like you were some somebody's cartoon sidekick. You sound more like Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped out of a Beano comic at the age of 15. <laughs> it's the real world. Oh, you could have been Desperate Dan. <laughs> I could have been. You could have been. That's how I saw him. Really, I was sort of just looked like probably one of the more what was it? It was that fat boy from from Dandy, <laughs> <laughs> the fat school buddy. I don't know, but I, I I don't. If it existed, I mean, if it didn't exist, it should have existed, and it yeah. should have been you. It, it should have been, been me. Um, but but yeah. So take take maths for example. Then yeah. I I had equally uh, the probably the same amount of hatred for that at the same time so when you when you're looking at all of these you know like take quadratic equations and maths with statistics and dividing fractions and whatever else you used to do in high school maths i've no idea what they do now my my my, my son brought home physics homework the other day i was like this should have been a thing when i was a kid <laughs> i could do it <laughs> maths homework not so much so I found that with that type of thing, I would have to imagine what I would use, you know, dividing fractions for. Like, yeah. uh, it, it may have been like figuring out how much of a cake I can get away with eating and it still seemed like there's there's a considerable number, a considerable slice of the cake left so it, my remains would go unnoticed. <laughs> or, or, or the quadratic equations, I'd have to imagine like alpha five, from yeah. uh, the Power Rangers saying it to me because, yeah, I know, 13, 14, I shouldn't have still been into Power Rangers, but I was, so sue me. It doesn't <laughs> happen. I'm, I'm, I'm a 34-year-old man I'm now old. that still reads. I'm into Power Rangers now. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm a 34-year-old man that still reads comic books. <laughs> I'm a 30-year-old man who is a Power Ranger in his own mind. <laughs> I am a Power Ranger. But <laughs> that, that, that's the point. If you're ever going to absorb everything from the topic that you possibly can at its core, you've got to be interested. Yeah. Well, you've got to, you've got to find a way to force that interest, force that curiosity. It's like, um, uh, have you ever seen Road Trip? The, the film Road Trip, yeah, ages yeah. ago. Sean, Sean Williams got Tom Green. And yeah. there was the, uh, I think it's Brecken Meyer was his name. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know where I pulled that name from. That's been a while. Um, super super recognizer. Um, the what, dude? <laughs> Is that the super smart dude? Uh, no, the um, I don't know what the super smart dude's name. He was the, the Jewish guy that smoked weed all the time. That Yeah, that was the super smart dude, wasn't it? Yeah, that 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 wasn't Brecken Meyer though, is what I'm oh, saying. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Brecken Meyer was the lead guy who made the videotape with Amy Smart. Yes. And, um, yeah. That, yeah, that was Brecken Meyer. Anyway. So uh they're on the drive back and Brecken Meyer's character has to learn philosophy overnight. And uh the super smart guy says it's all about finding a relationship to the topic. And they say, so what do you love? Brecken Meyer goes, wrestling. And then uh, the super smart guy goes, okay, so Socrates, right? He's the Vince McMahon of the philosophy world. He started it all, and then it goes into that type of thing. <laughs> and then <laughs> when they pull up just before the exam, 
he asks him about the battle royale of philosophy and he bangs him out the answer. You find that relatable entity towards yourself. Yeah. And all the information, uh, I'm going to use a Shakespearean quote, will lay down like lovers for for you. Yeah. Right. You find uh, even a modicum of interest uh, or curiosity within that or reframe the information for what it is that you want it for and you will never have to force yourself to do it all right you will never have to force yourself to do it people what you know one of the questions i always get like is how do you stay so committed to training 20 years later because i don't have to try to do it (laughs) (laughs) exactly i don't have to try granted there's there's some moments where i can be like oh christ am i tired i don't physically feel like getting up and doing anything but that's that's why God invented memory palaces and puzzles yeah. and logic puzzles. Sure. And is that sort of like putting the fuel? You've got the fuel to sort of throw yourself into that kind of work. 100%. I suppose it's kind of like with yourself in the gym and uh, things like that. You you're fueled by uh, with Hero School Special, like the comic books yeah. you read, yeah. uh, the stuff that happens in that, and uh, the character characters in it. They're quite physically well endowed as it were (laughs) that sounds no 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 no, no. i've gone off the wrong track with this but you know what i mean their physicality (laughs) we've got we've gone back to the lily and jonah interview where i talked about getting my junk out yeah (laughs) i totally got it's becky coming downstairs i was gonna say i walked in on the wrong point yeah where the hell i was going with that (laughs) but yeah the comic books you read help fuel obviously fuck off now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> between yeah definitely uh, absolutely that's that's what you have to do in my opinion yeah, you, have, you have to be able to do it because even if it's something that you don't want just uh, for the people just listening to the audio version of this one of the comments was uh, interesting that you find relations between things at every level of learning yeah if, yeah. if you're going to absorb it you know to, on a cellular level <laughs> don't, know what, don't know what that even means. But if, you, if you're going to absorb it to a point where you don't... Oh, it's David. David was the guy that asked the question. Okay, so David was the guy that asked the question. Um, so, yeah, if you're going to absorb it at, at, the, uh, at the cellular level to the point where you don't have to think about the details, they're just there, Yeah, you need to find that relationship. And you can do that with topics that you don't really want to do. That's how I did that with maths. That's how I did that for me at the time uh, was science because I was, I was really struggling with that at the time. And uh, I, I quite enjoyed PE, and yeah. uh, it, it was a means to get outside and not talk to people. That was great. <laughs> um, anyway, so we were talking about the, the size of uh, superheroes' junk. And now, ladies and gentlemen, a word from our sponsor. Do you struggle with the motivation needed to meet your goals? Tired of that same old routine with the same old music? Do you feel like you need hours to work out to make sure you smash your goals? Do you need help with your mindset to make sure that you stay on point every day?
We want to have you become your own hero. Have you become your own inspiration to take down every single challenge that you face? After all, who hasn't wanted to be superhuman at some point? A hero isn't defined by somebody who just does flashy moves or who can run faster than the speed of light or punch through walls. A true hero, a superhuman, is defined by somebody who, in the face of a challenge, pushes back. Somebody who knows that continual little steps towards their goal helps to take it down. A foe is only the sum of its parts. Somebody who, even when they think they might fail, keeps on going. If any of this relates to you, you want to be your own hero, Workouts inspired by your favorite heroes, meal preps and plans to help get you there, mindset coaching to make sure that that staying on point never wavers, to make sure that you understand that in the face of a challenge you have all the tools needed to keep it going, to smash it down, and a whole bunch more. So keep your eyes peeled for Hero. Very soon, you'll be well on your way to superhuman status. Now you might consider it a bit futile that I sponsor my own podcast, but there we are. I believe in what is collected within the app. I believe it can do some good for the world and I only want to share it with you. Check it out now for 30 days free before even a penny is taken. How much fun would it be being a superhero? Available on Apple and Android. Start your journey now. Yeah, I think Wolverine's probably got a big one stacked away down there. And <laughs> <laughs> That's the seventh floor. You don't. I, mean, I thought you last move, and I thought your kids had appeared at the bottom of the stairs, and I was just like, "I'm so glad you've got headphones." <laughs> I can pretend it's the Invisible Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I look really tired. Look at that. <laughs> oh, mate! Jesus Christ! I was thinking of superheroes. Junk. That's what it does for you. But yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying yeah. in terms with the with the yeah. heroes' cool stuff. Like and um, the thing with with Sherlock Holmes as well. Like obviously he's. Uh, uh, as an intellectual, he uh, takes many subjects and learns what he can. And I suppose, in for yourself, is that something that's worked for you? Like as Sherlock as a character, and your interest in Sherlock does that help you when you're learning things or trying to do different things? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I, I when when I come, I, let me start right right from the beginning. Starting in like. Um, 
magic and mentalism, that type of thing. Yeah. You 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 very often hear that, oh, that'll never work. Oh, I'll never do that. And some of the other tosh that these repressed idiots tend to come out with, right? My my argument to that yeah. is how do you know? Precisely. How, how do you know? Right. So I will trial everything, even if it comes out confirmed. I, I will trial everything. If this doesn't work for me, I can't get this to work. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, you know that that gives me some more information to work from further further to that end. Even when you, I'm reading some of the the new Sherlock pastiches from like uh, the Big Book of MX Stories. It, it's not called that, but I just refer it to the Big Book of MX Stories now because they're up to like volume. What was it? Steve said like 24. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, 24. So, and then there'll be something else that, that Sherlock will have done in that. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And then yeah. I'll, uh, I'll jump onto Google Scholar, put in a, put in a few buzzwords from, from that particular thing, yeah. see if anybody's done any work in similar areas, and I'll get reading. And then if I come up with anything from that that I can test in my reality in the world that I live in, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go and do it. I'm going to go and do it. So, like, couple of things that uh, like if you, if you take the the one that particularly Alex Alex Newsich brings up a lot the my my study in smoking that I did it was um it was a way to try and figure out if you could like spot different types of tobacco ash a la Sherlock Holmes without you know spectral analysis and microscopes and a lab and they're like, see, see what you could do by examining them under different conditions, yeah. which is why my asthma is, is really good. <laughs> um, and uh, that's that's one I I came to the conclusion with at the end that nah, hundred hundred and forty types of tobacco ash uh, from the book. So that I think it was two hundred and forty three. Uh, Cumberbatch was talking about uh, in the actual shows. Either way. That, yeah. that, that that doesn't work in the real world. But de- determining uh, cigarette from roll up, from pipe, from cigar uh, to environment, absolutely, hundred percent doable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, th- it's it's that type of experimentation that you get, and and if you're looking at information as dry as the and it, it is dry as as the forensic makeup. Of of cigarettes and the toxins and the different bleached chemicals that have to go in them, right? Yeah. If you can't maintain uh, a level of interest or curiosity about that, it's going to go straight in this ear and straight in that ear. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just you're doing the motions. You're not yeah. learning. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 like if if you've ever. Um, if you've ever seen the, the the quintessential married couple with the, the wife going meh, 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 and the husband's all yes dear yes dear <laughs> and you know you know in his head it's just a do 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 that's that's what's going on right yeah. essentially that's what you're doing with with information no matter what kind if you can't relate to it yeah, if if you can't relate to it, it's just gonna inhabit you for a moment, and then yeah. off it will. Off it go. goes. You have heard, <laughs> you haven't really listened to it. 
paraphrasing Mr. Holmes himself. You hear, but you do not listen. Uh, to be fair, well, that that that, that was Brecky. Brecky. That... <laughs> She's really thrown you for a loop, hasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you there? But do you think, like, in terms of, like how we were saying then, uh, with the character of Sherlock, you've sort of attached yourself to how he thinks and how he works. You find that intriguing, and we've we've talked about like how you can then uh, look into what he's done, and then you've dabbled in that area yourself. Is it yeah. good to have? Because I suppose in a way, he's sort of a role model for yeah. you. And really, the most relatable thing about that is that everybody kind of has that in one way or other, doesn't it? The most common one, I suppose, in pop culture are superheroes at the moment, aren't they? The, the amount of times you'll see people sort of like, I know it's just a common thing. I know it's, it can just be a T-shirt sometime, but men these days will have a Batman or Superman mm-hmm. logo sort of attached to their to their T-shirt. Way back when, it wasn't a common thing, but these days, those symbols stand for a lot more in society. They're more common to see, and they stand for... Obviously, you know, like Superman's all about looking, you know, physical and, and looking yeah. strong. And Batman's more of a dark character and stuff like that. And people mm-hmm. sort of will go towards the hero sort of type sides, won't they? And it's not just necessarily hero uh, stuff or comic book stuff that people sort of attach to as role models to focus on whatever they want to these days. It can just be role models in your life, can't it? Like yeah. a lot of people, uh, especially like, Dads and sons who are quite close. Sometimes the son will have a passion and interest for something because he's seen his father do it, or he's been introduced by by his father. He looks up to his father, and they'll end up doing themselves. Football is quite a common thing in that. People have interest in football, and you say, "What exactly do you like?" Like me, I've I haven't got a family who is interested in football. I could never watch a football match and focus on it and be entertained and be interested in like in it, sort of. Mm as somebody else who's had a whole family who have yeah. really been into football and they like it because they've learned to like it through their family more than anything. Yeah. If there's another reason, I'm, I'm, I can't, you know, I'm not a football expert. Maybe there's more to it than that, but that's <laughs> what I interpret that as. So sometimes it's just focusing on a role model, isn't it? I, I agree. I yeah. I, I agree. Uh, I mean, you know, you can, you can step into the realms of, uh, you know, social psychology and the like nature, nurture. Um, yeah. That type of thing, um, how you how you learn your your hobbies and your habits and your mannerisms in your earlier years, particularly, you know, when when you live at home, like my my boy uh, at the moment, I play I play a ton of instruments. Yeah, uh, Gabe at the moment plays the drums. He's learning how to play the piano. He can play the guitar. We're yeah. constant. We're constantly talking about music and comics. And when he when he gets in the car after school, have you heard anything new? Any any trailer updates? Blah blah blah. And yeah. He he still remembers. Uh, uh, oh, sweet irony. He still remembers the memory lessons <laughs> that that I, that I taught him from a from a while back. You know. Yeah. Um. But like to to that end, when when I lived at home, my uh, my dad is uh, he's a sports fan, not just football. He's your typical old man, you know. He he'll he'll sit there and watch football just as easily as he'll watch darts. To, and nowadays, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> but but at the time when I lived at home, I yeah. I played I played football. I used to I used to play in goal, and um, yeah. oh, wow. one of 
one of my uh, one of my people reading uh, claims to fame in that area. No one ever scored a penalty past me. I I always knew which way they were going. Um, <laughs> the, it just it just depends on what you want to use it for, right? But yeah. I I, compl- I completely agree. I completely agree that role model or that idol, who whoever it is that you look up to, you yeah. will have some sort of vested interest uh, in, yeah. in in that type of person. I would argue that if if you've ever watched, you know the the, the feud between, just to try and keep it in the superhero realm, the feud between Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, you will either be a, a coffee drinker or you'll have had a gin uh, at, at some point. <laughs> true. Very true. Right? Yeah. You, you know, whether that be aviation gin or Laughing Man coffee, I don't yeah. know, but that will, have had, that will have had that knock-on effect. Definitely. You know, in, in that Absolutely. type of thing, or you'll respond more to the to the advert. Oh, I'm a coffee drinker. Look who's in. Look who's got his own yeah. coffee company yeah. out as well. There's that type of of curiosity. Yeah. It molds your identity. I suppose when you're yeah. younger, it molds your identity more. Like as you get older, uh, you sort of venture out to learn specific things. While when you're younger, it's more broader, isn't it? You sort of learn things kind of like as they come naturally, like you said, nature and nurture, that sort of thing. Mm. But as your identity forms, I imagine, then you sort of seek out things which relate back to your identity, which you mm. can find common ground with and that interests you. It could be something new and you've not learned before, but if it sort of uh, has, you know, like similarities to who you feel you are, then that can also be uh, a fuel, as it were, to stay focused on something because it's something you can invest in yourself. It's something who you feel you are. If it's something that there's a block on, like, say, if you're just listening something to something or learning something for the sake of learning it, whether it be sort of uh, a, just, you know, a kind of an automatic response of just listening to something, it's going straight out, then you know, then obviously that's not relating to you in any way. Hmm. Sometimes, yeah. as it were. Yeah. I mean, I, another, another side of that argument is sometimes you just, <laughs> you're not, you know, I was going to say not focused on it, but that's the whole point of this question, isn't it? <laughs> Which would just... No, but like you, you cannot be focused on something at a particular moment because yeah. you've not found that curiosity. Once you find exactly. that, you don't, you don't have to try, and that that will that will happen every now and again, right? It may be that you know, like, um, uh, how can I give you a recent example? Uh, the the first time I ever picked up a violin. First time ever, and I, I'm I'm going through the lessons now because I've got particularly big hands. Like, to, if if you've never actually met me in person, to give you an idea, when I do this, I can I can literally pick up a dinner plate flat. So yeah. my my hands are quite big. So once once I have to um, manipulate the minutia of a violin, I find that when I hold my fingers down, I can hold three notes at the same time. So yeah. when I'm uh, engaging in some level of vibrato over a particular note that needs highlighting, it's going over a couple and it sounds terrible. That that distracts my curiosity. That distracts my reason from learning because it's it's something that I I have to figure out a way around. So I then figure out, okay, how can I get curious about fixing this problem first of all in terms of how I hold my gigantic sausage fingers so that. <laughs> So that everything else comes uh, more easily uh, as a result, you know. There's yeah. there's there's those that uh, struggle with observation, for example. 
feel yeah. like, okay, once I sit down and I do this and there's something in front of me, I'll get it all. Fair enough. But once you start going out of that uh, that sphere, hmm. it, it tends to get challenging for these people. Now, I, 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 can, I can give you all of the, the tips and things that I've developed, but I won't give them because this is how I eat. <laughs> you book me if if you want that to happen but my point is uh, about that if you ask them why why do you want to become better at observing most of them go well it's it's because i should yeah that's that's not that's not really the answer you need at that time and it, it's it's I'm, I, yeah i'm i'm trying not to sound philosophical about it but you've got to find you got to find your purpose for doing it at that moment. You've got to find your purpose for if you want to become better at observation. Awesome, you're going to utilize the skill. You are. Um, why do you want to become better? Once you've got the answer to that question, yeah. everything will. I'm, I'm not saying that it will be a cakewalk from there by any stretch of the imagination, because it won't be. Yeah. But in ter- but in terms of your focus, your ability to concentrate on something for longer than a period of, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes or till yeah. the next time you aimlessly scroll through a, a social media <laughs> app. I've, I've never, and I, I do it as well, right? I do it as well, but I've started particularly since lockdown. You know, when you go, oh, I wonder what's happened on Facebook. You scroll for a little bit, put your phone down and like, what what was that? <laughs> what what was I even curious about? Like how much Zuckerberg's <laughs> listening to me? Like... <laughs> I, I don't I don't get that. So that's that's been the thing that I've I'm I'm working on at the moment in yeah. terms of wasted time and where my where my curiosity and interest should be at that particular moment. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that it's really good when you mentioned about questioning uh, what you're trying to learn mm. as well, questioning what you're trying to focus on, the reasons why sometimes the answer to that may be the answer you need, but not necessarily the answer. Uh, you expected you might not need to focus on those sort of things like uh, this is probably going down more of a mental health kind of route now but there's like another example is uh, someone who's trying to fit into a certain crowd and usually that is like the the, a kid at school who's uh, trying to be like all the other kids that kind of thing that that requires a certain amount of focus but when you're trying to uh, focus on being something because it's a, a populist idea more than anything you're trying to it's like a mainstream idea usually that doesn't necessarily mean you want to focus on that it just feels like you have to and that's not necessarily a good thing either and that could be applied to something that you feel you need to focus on like say if you're getting into like mentalism and stuff like that there may be areas uh, that you're possibly just not interested in and you just don't need to waste your time on that if you're just thinking oh that's what i need to learn in because I, you know, I'm interested in this subject, and that's to do with this subject. Thus, I must learn that part of it. Yeah. But would you uh, would you agree if you said that not everything in mentalism is necessarily for one person? Would you say there's just different factors oh, yeah. into it? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's the same with everything. Yeah. It's it's about it's about finding your niche and yeah. uh, finding your purpose of doing it. Like once. Once I like, I, I put it up in my uh, my card memorization video. I I I started off years ago. Um, I was performing sleight of hand, and yeah. 
you know, yeah, cards, coins, pens, anything I could I'd manipulate. But because my left hand has that has that tremor, it it didn't really look very good. So so I stopped, and then I explored mentalism, and then then you look at all the different tools at their disposal, and you can get you can get really weighted down on what is out there when it all sort of opens up when you realize what you actually want. Yeah. What do you want? Cause like yeah. the, the follow, the follow up question, um, uh, David's follow up question to that. And just, just, uh, for clarification's sake, um, his first question was what information is necessary to make solid medical deductions. Um, we're, we're doing a whole episode on that in the future. So I'm not addressing that now. Um, just, just so you know, David, I I've seen the question. There is a plan to come back to that. Um, uh, as well as he as he brought up the element of persuasion that that's we're gonna we're gonna come back to that as well but the follow-up to the to the focus question was um how does one decide that uh, sorry how does one decide what that one thing will be if uh, if we swim in a sea of temptations oh. you can you, you can you can very easily swim in a sea of temptations yeah. you know i i could sit there and think Okay, well, I could go and learn this and this and this and this and do this and do this and so be it, right? Then yeah. I'll have just, I may, well, I may have gotten lucky and it may all be stuff I'm going to use. Um, but if you backtrack and you figure out, okay, what do I want? Yeah. What, what, what do I want? Like the way I used to open my mentalism lectures was, um, You've really got to ask yourself what you what you are. Like, are you a mentalist, or are you just a likable, confident guy that knows where to shop? <laughs> well, yeah. You know, once you once you answer that question, everything everything opens up there in terms of what you do, what you show, what you learn, how you spend your time. Right. Yeah. So when when I asked myself. However many years ago it was, I'm really, I'm really starting to use that sentence far too much. It's making me feel very old. All these years ago, um, <laughs> so, so yeah, Zimmer frame with a pair of headphones on. <laughs> and that's all I really am at this stage. I'm just, I'm just 84% beard. Um, <laughs> so my my answer to that question years ago was. Yeah. Um, I want to make Sherlock Holmes real, real, yeah. and um, so I would. That's that's why I thought about getting um, on my knuckles WWSD because I would always ask myself this question as a teen: What would Sherlock do? Mm. What would Sherlock do? And uh, that's how I decided what I would learn, how I would approach things. I, I mean, I did it differently in terms of um, I wanted to understand uh, emotional qualities so I could yeah. prevent them from being antagonistic to clear reasoning, as opposed to Sherlock, who read like the, you know, the cold calculating machine that he was. Eventually, we knew that he wasn't. He just controlled his details, so we both got to that same end through different means. Yeah. But that that decision over what that one thing will be should be your guiding light. Like, why are you learning how to read people? Why are you learning how to memorize stuff? Why are you, why are you working out? Why are you learning a language? Why are you practicing a trick? Why, why? Once you answer that question and then something comes along that doesn't fit with that answer, 
put it to the side. You know, yeah. you, you don't have to be like me in that sense of read it, then put it to the side. You can put it to the side and come back to it if it ever comes up. Fair enough. Yeah. Right? I, I I spent maybe maybe four or five months, uh, I think it was, when we used to work at that same building, um, yeah. reading that about mold, mold formations in gyms. Oh, wow. <laughs> just, 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 just in case it ever came up. <laughs> I, can, I can tell I can, I can tell you now in this entire 20 year career I use that word very loosely but in that entire time it's only ever come up twice ever <laughs> ever and, um, so yeah that it, but that was that was my attitude what would Sherlock yeah. do he would read that file it away for further use at yeah. a later date like he does with his annals of crime and the uh, the sort of the dictionary esque way that he keeps books in terms of names and details yeah. doesn't necessarily keep them all in his head. He keeps the detail in case yeah. it's going to serve a purpose because it's yeah. loosely related. Yeah, you're right? even reflecting that character, and it goes with obviously what you're trying to do with bringing him to life. It's sort of uh, inhabiting spirit, as it were, isn't it? Finding a spirit of character. Exactly. Now. He, the the thing that I, I come back to more so than anything because this the this question train particularly for me in my opinion relates to the uh, the where do I start yeah you know which is a fair and valid question yeah my answer is always the same start yeah just start <laughs> it's the simplest way isn't it that it's uh, from like obviously when I met you and I didn't really know a great deal about this stuff past liking um, Sherlock the BBC series that kind of thing and the start there sometimes in my opinion I would say it helps to to just just like like I think you said to me just sort of like just do something go go and watch something or look at this and look at that and I think I looked at juggling to begin with and it had absolutely nothing to do with Sherlock whatsoever, but I think it was something you could, obviously you juggled yourself yeah. and uh, then you gave me a DVD on juggling and then you gave me a deck of cards and I went to uh, a convention and then I, ta- I think I told you about the said convention and next moment we started riffing yeah. more on Sherlock yeah. and then obviously yeah. that sort of thing, you just start in one random place and go from there and sometimes exactly. that's there's, there doesn't necessarily have to be a plan. I think that's exactly. important. You get hung up on plans sometimes. So just to, just to rephrase this back to you, years ago, whenever it started for yourself, did you yeah. ever know that you wanted to be a cinematographer? Absolutely not. <laughs> right? So you, 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 ex, you experience these things, these ideas yeah. develop, oh, I'm, I'm quite good and or interested in this, that, boom, boom, and it develops. You go forward from there, yeah. right? So you look at what I would say you look at what where you're comfortable getting to that place as well. Like, yeah. I'm not saying it's you should be a sheep, but sometimes I like to be led to the waterhole uh, via other people's interests. People's in, the reason why I'm interested in things are usually through seeing other people's interests, seeing it through their point of view. And I think I saw obviously your version of Sherlock and how you look at things, Sherlockian, and that kind of world looking through your eyes at it and then it's like oh well maybe i could sort of take that viewpoint and going into it that way 
Otherwise, yeah. sat to you now, obviously, if I hadn't met you those years ago, I probably, you know, I probably still like the BBC Sherlock. I just wouldn't be as immersed in it as I was if I hadn't met someone else with uh, a passion for it. You could teach me that sort of thing. <laughs> that annoyed so, you every day for close to a decade. It's basically <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one sec, boom. That's brilliant. Yeah, definitely. That, that's brilliant. Curiosity. Absolutely. It most assuredly will not kill your yeah. cat if you <laughs> if you're looking if you're looking to develop right. But I, I was going to say right in terms of um, reframing this for yourself, and in terms of our future projects. When we first set up the idea for the escape room, yeah, right. It was largely going to be a filmed enterprise, but then lockdown happened, and you you reached you reframed it towards uh, I don't know if it's called animation, but it was definitely something more animated, right? Yeah. Could you animate before that moment? I had never done anything like that. So what, what what did you do at the start? What happened uh, at the beginning? It was sort of because we were writing the script for it and looking at obviously where we were with the pandemic and what we could do. Uh, it seemed very limited, but we had this idea at the same time. So I looked into, like you say, uh, with the message uh, that someone put about keeping an open mind, that's literally about maybe looking into what other people have done beforehand with that sort of thing. As much as I wanted to do something unique, it's also looking at what other people have done to help me along the way. Like, oh, maybe I don't just have to look at it as a, an idea up here. Maybe I should look at what other people have done with something similar and maybe think about maybe there's different ways I could do this. Maybe the, there are more workable ways. And so, yeah, so that's kind of where it began, really, sort of deciding uh, for it to step into a more animated kind of feature. So what was your first resource for learning then after that? How did you decide, uh, I am going to go here to learn animating? How did that, what, tell me about that train. What happened? That was more sort of, uh, that was probably through things we'd done previously in the web series. So that was sort of like realising like the certain animations that we did earlier on and then thinking about how I could animate and how I don't, not necessarily, I do have the facilities, but not necessarily the software for it. Something like that. Or maybe with the time that we had, it would take a lot longer. But then I found a way of sort of, um, animating it in in a way that we'd sort of dealt with animations before in the web series and in a way it, you can kind of um yeah just looking back on what we did and seeing how i could apply that again but without necessarily sort of having to learn how to be a professional animator it's just sort of i don't want to say <laughs> a little bit of sort of like trick like secondhand trickery that kind of thing but it is just sort of uh, effective things that I could do in uh, the Adobe Suite that were sort of just just moving things and stuff like that, but then like, trial and error, doing different things to try and see if that worked, see if it did still look like an animation or did I genuinely need to become a professional animator. I mean, once we show this, the consensus will probably be, uh, yeah, I probably needed to be a professional animator. But <laughs> for now, I think it works. I think it works. I, I, absolutely right and yeah. my, my point is that you just started 
Yeah. You know, be, before before lockdown, I could sort of rudimentarily rudimentary. Blah, blah, blah. I had a rudimentary knowledge of uh, yeah. basic editing in iMovie, which which isn't really editing at all. And yeah. the the more things uh, I've, the more videos I put together by myself, uh, the the more I understand the process. You know about uh, levels checking and smooth transitions and this angle that doesn't work with this yeah. angle and the flows between them, lighting compositions, boom. And you've just got to start doing it. And I'm still getting the messages at this stage on some of my videos. If you look at the uh, the Johnny Depp analysis, which is going crackers at the minute, it's up to like 14,000 views. It's brilliant. Right. Um, um, but, yeah, some of the commenters on there uh, are like, uh, yeah, dude, you got to get a microphone. You sound terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, fair enough. All right, okay, I'll get <laughs> And then I'll, I'll learn how to do this. So, I get why people um, ask where should I start. I, I get I do because it's it's an answer that doesn't have any definition to it. If somebody asks you what two and two is four, that's that's solid. We can hang something on that. It's um, it it's got a base. But when when somebody tells you just start. Yeah. F- figure out your why and just start. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose to, to answer the question, you asked me in a more simpler way because I suppose I went down more of a, uh, <laughs> a pre-production kind of answer for it. I mean, <laughs> what I did literally at the beginning was go on Google and download a pair of eyes. <laughs> Brilliant. That was it. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, if I can stick those on this block and then I put this other block there, then it kind of looks like a character. And from that, it was just sort of like, oh, and then just I'd do, do that again, add a background. And it, this, I really sound like it's a cheap piece of film we've made now, but when you see it, it's those things add up and it just becomes something yeah. like you know, what, what you're aiming to get to, but you just have to start with something simple. Mate, we're, we're we're learning by doing. That's the point, yeah. right? So, be, yeah. as as we start to round up, tell 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 us uh, a little bit about the escape. How's it going? Are we are we on track for release? We are hopefully going to get it very soon. At the moment, it's we found a few issues in terms of uh, making it accessible to mobiles. So the idea I had was to obviously have it jump multiple kind of uh, different. Uh, online facilities because we were gonna <laughs> i'll stop that but yeah at the moment we're working on making it more accessible for people with mobiles because we want it to be able to to not have too many restrictions on it and i think my original idea may have had you know specific routes got you so, so uh sorry just before we uh follow up as well so that that's the escape that's still coming soon guys uh, a, an online logic puzzle world, uh, in a nutshell, that's uh, that's based on my pastiche that I wrote for um, for MX Publishing. Now, so David's had a follow-up part to the uh, uh, to his his questions. His question had more to do with staying focused. I just didn't know how to ask it. Fair enough, mate. And uh, again, the the answer is is very simple. Your your ability to stay focused is a lot like your fitness levels. you got to push it a little bit further each time. 
do not be afraid to take a break. Don't. When when I'm learning something new, like um, when I do my languages, um, and it comes to the what I do when I'm not doing the audio sessions, I'll take because because of the memory uh, techniques, I can learn a hundred words in about five ten minutes. Yeah. So you take a hundred words from each, and then you take you you do that five ten minutes, and then I'll, I'll go away for a bit. I'll I'll maybe uh, read a book, take the dogs for a walk, do some pull ups something else where the words aren't going inside of my head yeah and then then i'll come back and i'll do the first set plus the next set and then i'll go away and then i'll come back and do the first second and third then i'll come back and do the first second and fourth and by the end of it it's been repeated that much so the first set is drummed in there that often but it's because it's new information giving myself these little breaks each time each time each time and so now I'm at the point where I can watch um granted it's it's only episodes of friends but I I can watch them entirely in French and and I know I know what's going on I know who's saying what and uh, that that's staying focused for like an hour and a half two hours at a time but even after that moment I'm like oh I need to I need to go away and and have a coffee when when I finish the the super recognizer stuff and um, we we just done six hours straight testing. I was knackered, absolutely knackered. And so you got to go away and recuperate. If you think of your ability to stay focused in the same vein as your fitness levels, you don't just get off the couch and go and run a marathon. You do you do a five k on interval training with thirty seconds of running and thirty seconds of walking. And then you change it to 45 seconds of running with 30 seconds of walking. And then you perhaps change it to 45 seconds of running with 20 seconds of walking. This is how you can start to tweak your focus. So when you're staying focused on a task and you start to feel your mind wander or you get you get that little pain in the lower part of your back when you go like this and you, you, you know that your body's like, I need to get up and do something else. Yeah. Go and do something else. Go and do it, even yeah. if it's just a case of uh, making sort of a coffee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, at the end of the day, right, I, I'm probably not the uh, the best person to, to talk about this, but at the end of the day, that's why we sleep. Yeah, definitely. We we regenerate. I, can't even, I was going to say that like Jonathan Ross. We regenerate, we recuperate. Uh, yeah. yeah and we come back and we'll do an, we'll do another 18 hours awake the next day and then the next day and then the next day right it's your ability to stay focused shouldn't be pushed yeah it will grow and it will grow and it will grow the more that you use it <laughs> um. <laughs> and on that note we end on the uh, on the ceremonial <laughs> penis <laughs> penis total <laughs> I've got a oh mate. Uh, I've uh, let me a uh, side note as well. Let me uh, let me show you these. Uh, I, I feel ever so weird in them. Hang on. What? <laughs> what? What the hell? They're apparently sports leggings. So I'm oh. I'm I'm wearing leggings. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> <laughs> Just to throw that out there.
because uh, <laughs> I, I just wanted to throw that in as a random uh, because because it, it just it just reminded me of that it reminded me of that sorry I, I can only hear me say that again so I wish it had just cut out then and just froze on your leggings <laughs> I thought it'd be an epic way to end it oh mate it just reminded me of uh, of of Chandler, you know, when he, uh, he he takes a bath, but Monica has to get him his boat, so he still feels like a man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I had to get my leggings with the Punisher symbol on, so I still feel like a man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I tell you what, right? I I spent the entire night last night with in just my leggings, no shorts on. And they are they're the most comfortable things. I swear to God, they're incredible. Right. You are selling it. I mean, the next podcast is just going to be me and leggings as well. We should do it. It's like a little Chuckle Brothers cutaway type of thing. Um, yeah, that's it. So, guys, this has been another live stream to the podcast. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, I, hope, I, hope you got, um, I hope you got something out of it. Um, we uh, we do enjoy doing these live streams so we can interact with you all immediately. Yeah. Uh, it helps me get a little better if you recall what I'm getting better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what <laughs> Craig said goes goes well with the cap and Deadpool hoodie, mate. Thanks, yeah. thanks very much. <laughs> you just wait till I take this off and I got my sequin leotard on underneath. <laughs> I've got to go and try and figure out how to get a cat in a cat box now. Oh, no. Rufus, yeah, Rufus is going to the vets. It's his uh, first time at a new vet, and I've never taken him before. So uh, it's uh, you could see it next time. I'll be like, oh, covered in scratches <laughs> and whatnot. We'll, we'll 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 have that as a deduction game. Which one of the cat scratches? Which one of the which one of the my scratches I did to try and blend them in as part of the game? I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that one. Imagine you're just standing up in a minute and Ruben's attached to your leggings. <laughs> you said the word in areas. I don't fucking know where. <laughs> Get off. <laughs> so, yeah, new, new, new episodes of the podcast are on Fridays. We'll be streaming them randomly every now and again to the network Facebook group. So if you want to join, by all means, um, drop in a request. I do see all of the requests that come through, but if you don't answer the the questions as part of the uh, the group join request, they go they go to the bottom of the list. That's that seems to just be the way that it it does it. So it might take me a while to get to them. If you answer the questions, you you it pops up in terms of notifications, group requests, group requests, group requests. So I'll, I'll see all them first. So just so you know, guys, because there's been a few of you out there that have just sent in the request. I'm not ignoring you. Uh, I just, I haven't seen them. <laughs> they, they don't, they don't, they don't pop up. Um, so yeah, new episodes on Fridays. Um, we're working on uh, <laughs> uh, the, the devil's foot at yeah. the moment. Hopefully when we can get out. Yeah, when we can get out and about, we've just we've just been let out of national lockdown here in the UK, but yeah, our tier- local Stoke on Trent is still in tier three, yeah. which is which is pretty much the highest level of restriction anyway, because most of the Stokies, the Potteries, I'll say it, most of them are a collective hive of morons who do not take the proper precautions. 
<laughs> it, it's starting to become really frustrating now. On a yeah. side note, did, did you see there was um, a GP surgery that commented on several coronavirus threads calling calling Stokies a bunch of idiots who have just ruined it for themselves? <laughs> I am not, but I do need to see it. <laughs> it, it. It's on the Sentinels. It's on the Sentinels Facebook page group thing, whatever they call it. It's uh, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it's one of those where you just want to sit back and go. Yes, sir. Bravo. Okay. Anyway, guys, take it easy. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you watch this type of stuff as the video versions. Uh, and if you don't, just subscribe to the YouTube channel anyway. It's, uh, it doesn't it doesn't cost anything, and it's free. It's something you can get you some enjoyment out of in lockdown. All right, That's guys, good. take it easy. We'll talk to, you. talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.